0: Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy, and I pray that y'all are having a blessed day. I pray that the Lord is using you in every aspect of your lives. Today is Friday, so y'all know what that means. We are back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy, continuing and closing out our new series called Let's Be Real. So before we go any further, you know we gotta open up with a little word of prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God. God, we thank you for another day, dear God, a day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we thank you for every door that you open in our lives this week, dear God, and every door that you close that we no longer need, dear God. God, I ask that you allow something to be said that resonates on the heart of your people, and dear God, and encourages them right where they're at, dear God. Dear God, continue to bless bless the listeners all over the world and be with them like only you know how to do, dear God. It's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. Like I said, we are back. And I got my brother from the same mother, AJ, back to close us, out, close with us the last part. And let's be real. Before, uh, before I go any further and tell you what the topic was and the question that we put out to the community. The community. Um, God put something on my heart earlier today while I was studying. And I want to share it with you all. I want you all to know that whatever you're holding on to whether it be grudges, unforgiveness, hate, resentment, whatever it is, let it go. Let that thing go. Because that thing you're holding on to is is preventing you from getting to the blessing that God has lined up for you. You're literally at the door and you can't open that door because it's locked because of what you're not letting go of. So I want you to let go of whatever it is you're holding on to. Let that thing go now you don't need to worry about it you can't change what happened you can't fix the past all you can do is be a better you and prevent this prevent the same mistakes from happening again so keep that in mind as we dive into this this uh last part and let's be real so um before we guys, lee i'm tripping y'all i'm all over the place make sure you comment below where you're watching from right now tap in where you wherever you are whether you're in europe Africa, Asia, North America, Texas to be specific, California, Florida, Germany, I, I, wherever you are, comment down below, share this live right now, get everybody to tune in because it is the last part of Let's Be Real and we need everybody engaged. So the topic for this week was the Word of God and the question that my brother and I posed out to everybody was, let me see, let me, let me pull that thing up it was I got it right here is it hard for you to believe in the entire Bible why or why not AJ go ahead and share uh your an- not not your answers but the percentage of those who said it was hard for them that to believe and those that said nah not at all okay well I posted it on I posted it on um, Instagram mm-hmm
1: Oh, um, uh, just changed. Twenty-three. I got a total of forty-five responses. Mm-hmm. Twenty responses said not at all. Okay. Twenty-two
0: said yes, mm-hmm. even if it isn't. Okay. Um, for me, you know, like I t- like I always tell you, my my social media following isn't as great as yours, just so happened to be yet, but. Mm-hmm. The uh, responses I got on Facebook, I got 11 responses in total, and four of those people said yes, it is, and then seven said no, no issues, and then on Instagram, uh, it was almost 50-50, but it missed it uh, just by one, and it was four people said yes, it's hard for them to believe, and then three of them said no. So, with that being said, share share a couple of your responses that you got based on why they believe in the entire Bible or why they don't.
1: Okay, um, some that I got, a um, so, so, uh, young friend of mine said, she said, some stuff just doesn't be sitting right with me, like stuff they consider a sin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, another one was, I don't see prophecies in the Bible happening today in modern society. Mm-hmm. Another one said, it just doesn't make sense to me scientifically. Okay. I'm a rational thinker and I'm a science major. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense. Okay. The final one was that it seems like everybody is contradicting the Bible when they talk.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So for mine, I got a few responses, not too many. Um, the first one is sometimes I find it difficult because some things contradict themselves and aren't entirely clear. That's why I believe it is important to ask the Holy Spirit for revelation so it can make sense to us. And then another response I got was, mostly I feel it's because I was raised in the church, but then I think of all the times God has shown himself in my life, everything, has done, everything he has done for me and my family. How could I question anything written in his word? And then, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, read it.
1: This is, this, is, this is a touchy one to me.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe in Jesus, but I cannot believe in the Bible. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to read two more, and that's it. Um, this one was from John, my, my accountability partner. He was on last week. Y'all check him out. <laughs> because I believe... If part of it is true, then it all is. And when I say part of it, I mean all the stuff I've read thus far. It's been proven. And then the last one is from my my best bro, Trail. He said hypocrisy, clear as day. That's that's all he put. He said hypocrisy. So I was like, all right. So the responses I got were, you know, justifiable in in their own way. I'm not gonna say I I agree with all responses, but. As you can see, those are the responses that we got from everybody. For me personally, I, I believe in the entire Bible. I have no questions, no doubt in anything that is of God. 100 percent What about you?
1: Um, I, I believe in the Bible 110%, the entirety of
0: it. Yes, sir. It's it's just a part of faith. I believe in a hundred percent of it. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing, one thing I'm going to say again, I, I've been saying it every part of this series, we are not here to convince you of anything because at the end of the day, whatever you go with, whatever choices you make, whatever beliefs you have, that's on you. We're just here to shed the knowledge. We're, we're here to uh, touch on these subjects and explain what God has shown us. So don't take it as in, oh, they're think, they think they're better than us or this, this, and no, that's not how we're coming. We're coming with humility to explain what God has shown us based on everything that we've been covering throughout this series. So two key verses I'm going to read for you that uh, I annotated that were very important to this topic. The first one is 2 Timothy 3 and 16. It says, and I read, All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. And then, yeah, for instruction in righteousness. And then the next one is 1 Corinthians 2 and 14. It says, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. And so, one thing I want you all to keep in mind, right, when with this topic or anything, anything in life. Um, like I said before I read the scriptures, you know, essentially, whatever we say, we're not here to convince you, you know what I'm saying? You're going to believe what you want to believe. But if you solemnly think or ju- try to justify your answer by saying because everything that's happening in the Bible doesn't happen today, um, even if it did happen today, you still probably wouldn't believe because Jesus literally did so many signs in front of numerous of people, and they still didn't believe. So believing, I got it written down. It says believing is is seeing; not seeing is believing. I want you to remember that. Go ahead, AJ. Um. Well,
1: I took the way I took this. I took it in two aspects: mm-hmm. two people's point of view, with they said they didn't believe in the entirety of the Bible. To people that don't believe in Christ, um. And there's people that don't agree with everything, so they don't Mm -hmm. apply it to their lives. Yep. Um, to me, denying the Bible, I wrote denying the Bible or even stories in the Bible just because they don't seem logical denies the supernatural that God can do. Saying that that stuff can't happen, like Jonah being swallowed by a fish or Moses part of the Red Sea or Jesus healing the sick and turning the water into wine mm-hmm. and raising up that third day, yep. us saying that says, oh, God can't do the supernatural. And if God can't do the supernatural, God can only do what we can do. And last time I checked, we cannot naturally do certain things that happen to us. There's still things physically, scientifically, that can't be proven why certain things are happening today. Mm-hmm. From why, at certain times, why do we feel a certain way? What... What is the true what is the true key that starts puberty or even small things like that? Mm -hmm. And a few scriptures to start off with was John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the Word was with God. And then John chapter 1, verse 14, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we behold the glory, the glory as of the only begotten Father, full of grace and truth. And it made me think, and then it says, and the word of Christ became flesh mm-hmm. and lived with us, and we actually saw his glory as he belongs to the one and only begotten Son of the Father, mm-hmm. the Son who is unique, the only one of his kind who is, full of grace and truth. A lot of people, for the one that said, well, I cannot believe in the Bible,
0: but I believe in Jesus. How can you say that? They're one. Mm-hmm. Jesus himself, and it says it in scripture, that he's wrapped up in the flesh. The
1: word wrapped up in flesh mm-hmm. is Jesus. Well, yep. We can see how he lived his life, how he acted, how he taught, how he acted when he put, when he when he asked for things, he prayed. Mm-hmm. All of his and a lot of times we don't we try to say, well, I don't believe in the Bible because I don't understand it. Just because you do not understand the Bible does not mean it's wrong. Come on. The, your understanding mm-hmm. does not qualify the trueness of the Bible.
0: Eh. I don't. I don't mean to cut you off, but uh, even with that aspect alone, you know, it's it's the ones who are are uh, who are considered unbelievers or unspiritual are the ones who try to uh, denounce the truth of the Bible, and it's because most of the time they rely on their emotions and their human reasoning, so they try to justify it in their mind without the discernment from from God. So they think that they can comprehend what's what the word is saying, but God tells us his word isn't revealed to a carnal mind. How can you understand the things of God without being in tune with him? You just can't. It's impossible. And, and it goes with the scripture that I read in 1 Corinthians. Well, go ahead. Speaking of that, Romans 8 and 7,
1: the mind of the flesh, this to amplify, because it's, the flesh desires to sin. That's what it's looking mm-hmm. for. It That's why the flesh daily. It is actively hostile to God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't submit itself to god's law since it cannot mm-hmm. and a lot of t- unbelievers or even people some people that say they quote they say they're a believer you go into reading the bible and you're trying to look for understanding you're looking for a logic to to define and understand the unlogical mm-hmm. a lot of t- find rational thinking to prove the bible and that's not that's just not going to happen yeah we come in with with a natural mindset mm-hmm. emotions field, uh, fi- feelings we want our feelings satisfied when that's not what god is here to do he's not yep. here to make you happy he's not here to make you feel a-okay no no he's here to bring you joy and give you life mm-hmm. life that oh peace comfort he wants to give you those things that's just a sense of temporary and that's what a lot of times we're doing when we read the bible
0: mm-hmm. Yep, and I think about it all the time, bro. Like, I there's there are a number of times where individuals tell me that the Bible contradicts itself. How how would you express to an individual how the Bible does not contradict itself? Matter of fact, before you answer that, let me I'm gonna add my piece t- to that to that part. So a lot of times when people say the Bible contradicts itself, they're comparing scriptures out of context. So first of all, it goes back to what I said. They're trying to they're trying to unravel God's mystery, right, with their carnal mind and, and their and their emotions and their human reasoning versus allowing the Holy Spirit to lead them to discern what's, what's in the text. And so because of that, their human reasoning is contradicting what they're reading, not God. God isn't contradicting anything. It's just what we're reading, we're taking it out of context to apply to what we think and how we feel and things in that nature. But on, how do you, how would you explain individuals that say the Bible is, is contradictive?
1: Well, I had somebody do that actually. And the first thing I asked them was what I asked you before we started this, I said, well, who wrote the Bible? Mm-hmm. God was like, well, God, I said, well, God inspired. Them mm-hmm. to write He, the Holy Spirit guided them. It was inspired, but it was their style, what you said. It was their point of view, mm-hmm. but it was um, it made me think and I was I was watching a video and this guy said the best example he said him and his son were sitting right by each other he said when I was younger I didn't like
0: oatmeal Mm -hmm. didn't like oatmeal at all 20 years later passed and now I love oatmeal Mm. I didn't contradict myself my view of oatmeal changed come on and then he said another example I like oatmeal but my son hates oatmeal Mm -hmm. we're not contradicting each other we just have different views Mm -hmm. on oatmeal and then we got the same that
1: same person, he said, "Well, I can say this, but this is contradictory." Mm-hmm. I I love. You know, he told. He looked at him. Said, "I love oatmeal," but then he looked at his, at his son. He said, "I hate oatmeal." He said, "Now that's contradicting." Yep.
0: The word no, does not do that. Mm-hmm. We have to. What you said. The time frame things were said. Mm-hmm. The way things were said. The style of how things were said. I get the best example of, of the best teacher in the Bible to me, besides Jesus Himself, mm-hmm. is Paul. Facts. Because Paul
1: equates a lot of his teaching to how he, when he,
0: when he was, when he was getting teaching from Christ, mm-hmm. when he was getting understanding from himself, and a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't like Paul,
1: by the way he's so, how he used to murder people, or mm-hmm. how he teaches sometimes. But we have to understand that his teaching is Holy Spirit driven. Mm-hmm. A lot and say, oh, it's controversial, it doesn't make sense. And it's not controversial. Yeah, It goes back to what I thought. Just because you don't understand it does not disqualify the trueness of the Bible, the realness of it. Fact. And, I, and I think of it like, when I came into um, my, one of my physics to engineering classes, mm-hmm. I had no idea what the heck kenody- Kenodynamic, k- something Kenodynamics was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did not... Did not at all. When I started my internship, I had no idea what an r was. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. I did not disprove that they were real. Facts. It not, did not prove the, the studies that people have done to prove them to be real. Mm-hmm. It did not dispute theories on them. It didn't disfuse the laws on them. Dis- them. Yeah. Just because I lacked the knowledge of it. It took me Ooh. to study mm-hmm. to show myself approved mm-hmm. and use a little script
0: mm-hmm. to understand why it's real, Facts. and a lot of times we're not studying to show ourself approved. We're studying to prove somebody wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and my my bro John and I we were talking the other day and even today about it some more. How oftentimes people just regurgitate what they hear from other individuals and and flow with it out of their mouths. That they say it like because so and so said it. uh this is what it is. I don't have to study for myself because so and so said it. And that's where a lot of problems arise because the Bible says study to show thyself approve. It doesn't say study to show your neighbor approve, study to show your brother, your sister, your grandma, your auntie, your uncle, whoever. It says study to show thyself approved. So meaning you have to dig in for yourself and tap in with God and be like, all right, God, I don't understand none of this right now. And I need you to break it down to me. But instead, the problem that we have in today is that we hear something said either by a celebrity a friend, um, a pastor, a preacher, a teacher, and we run with it instead of fact checking. There's nothing wrong with fact checking. There's a there's a there's a quote that says "trust but verify," mm-hmm. and it doesn't it doesn't make it doesn't make you better than the person. It doesn't make that person better than you. No, you're just studying for yourself, and that's what God is trying to get you to do. Because if I go to church. And solemnly rely on what the, the preacher says, that's an issue. Because one, I'm not developing a developing a, a personal relationship with God. And second, the pastor or preacher, whoever the whoever the woman or man of God is could be leading me to a road of damnation versus eternal life. They can be, they can be saying things that aren't of God, but be so caught up in and masquerading themselves to be something that they're not, that they lead me down the wrong path. And so that's why it's so important that we ask God to give us understanding of his word. That it is so important. So important. I would say um, on on the other side of things, I said there was also those people that
1: just don't believe. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, I just don't believe me Science guys, I, I, a lot of those, resp- like three of the responses that I had, they were science majors. They're literally science majors. I have them in some of my classes. Mm-hmm. i know these guys from in my internship mm-hmm. at the hospital. And, um, the, I have, I looked up a few things. I was doing some research, doing something. I was going back over like past notes and stuff that I had from classes. And I have some like facts, some scientific facts that were proven in like probably the 15, 16, 1700s mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. were already proven in that, that we refused to believe because they were in the Bible. Mm-hmm. William Harvey, in 1578, Mm -hmm. discovered the essentiality of the flow of blood, Mm blood in the body, Mm -hmm. and how it flows in one direction, and it's essential to to life, to Mm -hmm. life period, to all human life. In Leviticus 17 and 11, Mm -hmm. this is this is this is way this is a lot of BC, yeah, a lot of BC, yeah. He says, "For the life of the flesh is in the blood." And I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your soul, as far as the Mm -hmm. blood that maketh an atonement for the soul. So Moses is already saying, Hey, the life of the flesh, the life of, of this body is in your blood, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't take But it takes. William Harvey, a scientist in 1578 to say another one, Mm -hmm. Isaac, when did we determine that, uh, Isaac Newton determined gravity
0: Mm
1: -hmm. with, with one of his laws, we determined at, in the 17th century that the earth is not connected by anything. Not that it's just round, mm-hmm. because that was a couple of years that was b- in BC times that it was mm-hmm. round, mm-hmm. but that it was not connected to anything. Yeah. We figured that out in the 17th century, that it was free flowing by gravity. Mm-hmm. In 26 and seven, he spreads out the northern skies over empty space.
0: He suspends the earth over nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing is like the earth. Yeah. But it takes,
1: like Newton, until seventeenth century to figure that out, the first law of thermo dy- the thermodynamics, which was in the eighteenth century, cannot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be created, dis- or, nor destroyed. Energy can only be transferred or changed from one form to another. And just after you, when 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 God finished creating the earth, He said, "It is finished. Mm-hmm. Nothing can be made now. i already finished everything. Ooh. Meaning, nothing can be created. Mm-hmm. Nothing else can be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Only." Th- be transferred. Mm, how is it transferred? By reproduction? Boom! By mm-hmm. And so, a lot of times, there's a lot of things. And, and another person told me, Well, Andrew, there's not a lot of prophecies happening today. And a big one that a lot of people don't like, mm-hmm. especially because who did it? Was the Bible talks about how the city of Jerusalem will soon be the capital of Israel. In 2017, the president of the United States declared that Jerusalem will be considered the na the for sure the Come on, Come the, on. yes, sir. Say, oh well, he's just trying to he's just trying to be God. No, 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 no. Nope. Why are you trying to put a bigger title on him than he deserves? Mm-hmm. He's acting a prophecy that was in the Bible Come on. century.
0: Exactly. Century
1: ago. And a lot of times, well, why did God use him? Well, last time I checked, your thoughts are not his thoughts. God can use anybody.
0: He used the God. donkey.
1: And a lot of times it's crazy because a lot of people try to say, well, he's just talking off the side of his mouth. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's acting like a donkey. A lot of people try to say, <gasps> but God is trying to use people and use things. And we're, we're looking at it in a natural way. We're looking at it in our, our emotions. Exactly. So, oh, no, that doesn't make sense. Why would God use him? Mm-hmm. Well, why can't why can't God use you? The reason, the difference between Him and you is that He just didn't. He just did Okay, He may have thought, "Oh, well, I'm trying to be God. Yeah, no, I'm gonna do it." Or He may not have. Mm-hmm. The donkey could have been, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be better than everybody else. And I'm gonna talk." Mm-hmm. He could, "Oh, I'm gonna Jesus No, that's not it. We're giving power and glory to natural things that.
0: God gives supernatural abilities to, up and, mm-hmm. and it's only God. Exactly, like uh, one of the interesting things, bro. I, I think about it all the time. Literally, everything that we need is in this book. Mm-hmm. Everything that we need is in this book, right? From like I, I remember uh, watching a video a while back um, about trash, like dumping trash, and I think it was in the UK. Or uh, in, in certain parts. I don't, I don't know where. It was in Europe, though. And they used the way they used to dispose trash was just by throwing it out their windows. And they just threw it out into the streets. And because of that, people were getting sick. People were getting sick because of all the germs, the bacteria, and all the garbage and everything that was just in the city. And the guy was breaking down. He said if they would have went based off the Bible, the Bible explains clear as day how we're supposed to uh, dispose of garbage. How we're supposed to dispose of everything that was trash? He it shows us in the Bible, but the thing is, that means we we have to actually dig in and study. The problem that we have today is that people don't want to study. They they're not wanting to study at all, and it blows my mind. So they're just let me let me say this. I, I believe in my heart, and I, I say this I say this strongly because I I really believe it. I believe if people really took the time to try to disprove God, the Bible, and Jesus Christ, right? they would fail. If they truly took the time, because I know atheists, one off the top of my head, I think his name is Lee Strobel. I, I, think, that's his, I think that's his name. He wrote the book called Case for Christ. Uh, fact check me on that, y'all, because I, I, I'm not f- for sure. But he, w- he, he tried his hardest. He was a journalist. He worked for the Chicago Tri- Tribune. He tried his hardest to prove that God... I mean, that Jesus was not real at all. He tried his hardest. He literally went to different universities. He talked to different uh, um, scientists, doctors, all kinds of people, trying his hardest. But at the end of the day, he realized that Jesus Christ was real. He he was born, died, and he rose again. And he ended up giving his life to the Lord. So, it's... it's, it's if you really... Don't think that the Bible is real and true. I challenge you. F- study, find out for yourself, ask those questions. You're not wrong for asking the tough questions. The thing is, what are you gonna do once you get these answers? That's That's the big thing. Are you gonna are you gonna back away when you get an answer that has con- not contradicted but changed your viewpoints? Mm-hmm. That's the thing we got to keep in mind.
1: And to, and to piggyback on that, a lot of times – and I always come back to Jesus when, when people say, well, I only believe New Testament. Mm-hmm. I only believe New Testament, which is good. It's good to, to preach out the gospel. He we said we should, we should use the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it turns back to that scripture that he used in Timothy, that all scripture are, are, can be used to inspire – are inspired by the word of God. Yep. Yep. By God. And Jesus himself says, that, himself says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17 – Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. That's the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. I have not come to abolish, but to fulfill them. He's here to fulfill everything that happened back then. All the the prophecies that are still happening. Don't you guys know that we're still in the New Testament right now? Mm -hmm. Things are still happening and taking place Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Why don't we have Jesus down here? Performing miracles. Well, Jesus isn't down here right now. <laughs> he's in He's in heaven right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we want certain miracles to happen. Don't you guys know that Jesus wasn't walking on, on the Old, in the Old Testament? He was not with Moses. <laughs> he was in, but he was not naturally walking. Mm-hmm. He wasn't he there in was, flesh. He was not dabbing him <laughs> off, No. Yep. He, he was the,
0: but guess what? Mm-hmm. Things were Guess what? Today, things are still happening. I've
1: seen in my internship patients that should be gone. Mm-hmm. Not even dealing with like like viruses and stuff like that, but I've seen cancer patients. Mm-hmm. Where 80 percent of their body, of their cells, is being battled with ca- cancerous, evil cells. Mm-hmm. They should be gone, but their doctors can't f- explain it, but they're still here. Mm-hmm. But we say, miracle. Um, Mm. We a lot of times we can, we have a we have a stereotype mind of what we think a miracle is, but you don't you know that for some of us it's a miracle that we're still here today. Fact. It's a miracle that we can still talk, walk, breathe. It's a miracle that our families aren't broken up. Fact. It's a miracle that we still have the activity to move and to and to try to read. Mm-hmm. It is a miracle that we're alive right now. Yeah. Because don't you know, centuries ago, if you were if no matter what race you were, there was times where you'd be purged in America. There were times where black men purged Hispanics. There was times when, in, if you research it, there were times that other, even white people f- for those two, were purged. Facts. Christians purged. Facts, bro. They were, they were murdered for trying to read. But we say that's not a miracle. Mm-hmm. A miracle that you read freely. Mm-hmm. A miracle that you be free. That is a miracle in itself. Facts. A lot of There's more than—and I love it because I feel like the biggest miracle has so many—so much into it. It's the miracle that Jesus did on the cross. Mm -hmm. Why did he rose up? Because not only did he die and he rose up,
0: but he also gave us freedom. Mm -hmm. He gave us—that in the equation does not add up. What he did does not equal what we deserve. Mm -hmm. does not. Facts. And and
1: we have—we're living a life where we we shouldn't be
0: living. Mm -hmm. We're living on a
1: world we're doing things that we shouldn't be able to do and it made me think um and ephesians 3 and 20 in the amplified version says now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly Mm -hmm. super abundant more than of what we dare to ask or think Mm -hmm. infinitely beyond our greatest prayers hopes or dreams according to his power that is work that is at work within us how many people at the everyday moment saying, God, please make my heart beat this moment. Please make my heart beat this moment.
0: <laughs> no fun.
1: Not that I know <laughs> of. A lot of times, you have to say, oh, you're you're controlling your breathing right now. And then people be like, oh, step I am. But what happens when you're not? It's mm-hmm. a miracle. You're still happy. Mm-hmm. It's a miracle. That we're here today. And a lot of times, we're trying to discount what God is doing in our lives is, oh, that's just an everyday thing. No,
0: God is just performing an everyday miracle that you're not used to. And you're blinded to. Mm, come on. And I want to I read this scripture just to just to put it in perspective. Uh, it's John chapter 12, verse 37. It says, But though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believed not on him. So that goes back to what I was saying. Though you keep saying, man, stuff ain't, stuff ain't happening like it was in the Old Testament, in the Bible, this, 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 and that. Keep in mind... Even back then, Jesus was doing everything, all this stuff that was going on. Even in the Old Testament, they saw everything that was going on. They saw all the miracles. They saw the parting of the Red Sea. They saw Lazarus reborn back to life. They saw all these things and still did not believe. So using the excuse saying, oh, because things aren't happening today like they were in the Old Testament or in the, new, in the old times... That's your reason why you can't believe in the Bible. That's, that's an invalid excuse. Yeah. And all it is, to, in my opinion, is an excuse. Because I go back to what I said earlier. If you truly feel the way you feel, go out and try to disprove the Bible. Spend time actually studying to disprove it. And I know another thing that people struggle with is the different translations. The different translations that have come out. And they're just like, well... How am I supposed to study the Bible when you got different people with different translations, things in that nature? One thing that I can say on that before I let AJ say something on it is you got to keep in mind that everybody did not interpret the Bible uh, with the discernment of the Holy Spirit. Let's just say that every version out there is not good for you at all. Because it's it's faulty. They're 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 putting their human reasoning and emotions into play with what God is really trying to say. Go ahead, bro.
1: Um, when it comes to version of the Bible, um a lot of people ask, Well, what do you use? Um in the Bible that I have, I don't have to be in some Texas right now. But um I have no I no, I have I just have my NIV actually. <laughs> I have to I have four versions of it, four versions of the Bible within it. I have the Amplified, it, the American Standard, NIV, and I feel like the best. Um, the one I put, my, I put the backbone to. I compare it all to is King James. Mm-hmm. I have the King James, and why do I use it? I use those because those those four tend to not contradict each other. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I try to find the um, like personally for me. If I'm if I'm doing homework and I'm looking up a question on Chegg, or looking up the, the question online, mm-hmm. I try to find multiple sources that all back up each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we, um, I use other things, like me personally studying the Bible, I try to, I use other resources with the Bible. I use, I, tr- I try not to use commentaries. Mm-hmm. I try to use like defini- definitions of words, you know, Personally, sometimes I don't get all the way fancy and go to the Hebrew and Ashnachal and all that. Just, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Sometimes, um, but I usually just try to find the definition of words and understand the meaning. And you have to understand the time it's being used. And nice. it takes it takes diligence and it takes earnest studying to understand the Bible. And you have to come to it with a
0: mm-hmm.
1: right, not trying to prove yourself right because honestly. Sometimes when you go into the Bible with the mindset of "Oh, I'm trying to prove myself right," you're going to prove yourself wrong
0: every time. That, like, that's that's spot on, bro. There's a when when studying, there's a difference between applying what your human reasoning has in your mind already versus allowing God to give you give you a word, give you clarity. There's a difference, and a lot of times people confuse with applying their human reasoning and emotions to Scripture, thinking like, "Oh, this is spot on. This is." This is correct, when in all reality, it's not.
1: Have you ever struggled with believing in the Bible?
0: Um, personally, no, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever had that struggle. The only time, matter of fact, no, I take that back. The only time I've struggled is when um, when I really didn't believe. I think that's the time that I really struggled because um, I was using my human reasoning and I was using my emotions to uh lead me through the scriptures. I wasn't asking God for clarity, so I was justifying certain scriptures to how I was feeling, thinking that I was right, when in all reality, I was really wrong.
1: One of my um, favorite people in the Bible was Paul. Mm-hmm. I, whenever I and stuff like that, I usually, somehow I equate Paul to everything. Mm-hmm. I, use his, I use one of his letters to back anything up. Yep. One of the big things that I love is he equates our relationship to God
0: mm-hmm. like a marriage, With Jesus is like a marriage.
1: And um, what I love is that in a marriage and in a relationship, you don't immediately give all of you to the person, to the to the, your significant other, to the spouse, to, nice. the, mother, to the man of your girl, or to mm-hmm. the woman of your man on day one. Yep. We give it all on day 50. Say there's a person and they have a child and they're divorced. Mm-hmm. Like, we're in the world, and we we have baggage, and our and our child is our baggage. Mm-hmm. We go to God, and we go to God, and we want God to do everything for us on day one. When we go, that person goes with their child to find their significant other, and they and they go to them. Do you think that they're gonna share everything with the significant other about their child on day one? First date? They're not. Negative. They're, they're just because if you are, you're crazy crazy Fact. and you need to check yourself. <laughs> and you need to realize why you're single. But God is not going to reveal all of him to you on day one. Sometimes that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because in a relationship, you're not going to reveal all of you to your significant other on the first day. Not even the fifth day or tenth day. Stop trying to get oh, we want. Oh, I want all of God has for me. You can't handle all God has for you. You know Thanks. why? Because you're studying the word with a natural mind. Mm-hmm. We came to one of the ways that you even said before is the way to worship and a, and a way to praise sometimes <sighs> is by studying God's word. Mm-hmm. We have to do. There's a way to do that, and it's in spirit and in truth, walking mm-hmm. in in truth. Where you could say, there's people that be like, okay, Marcus and AJ, Andrew, Shaqnest, Dojo, how? What do I do? I understand, I've been studying wrong. I understand that maybe the Bible may be, be real. What do I do? The first scripture, the first book of the Bible that I would ploy you to go to is John. John, Facts. start with John. Facts. Because it's with, with what the word,
0: what's the beginning. Mm-hmm. In the was the word. Mm-hmm. And the, the word was God the word was God. So it lets you know that the book,
1: the Bible, the Holy Bible is God himself. And it was there in the beginning. It was with God, it was God, mm-hmm. and it's who God is. Mm-hmm. And that's what i do. And be patient. Don't try to suck everything in all in at once. Because there's been times where I'm studying something in January of 2014, and I study it right now, and I get two different things, two completely different things. Mm-hmm. Hey, you were know, right now, God gave me something on, on, a, on a scripture that I preached on before, yep. and He gave me a totally different outlook on it. Mm-hmm. Total not even the same it's not even close to being the same message. Mm-hmm. But that's just how we can do things. It's a miracle how God can use even the smallest bit of things to give so much meaning. Facts a lot of, we, we get confused with the meaning sometimes, and that's what leads to
0: so called controversy. Mm-hmm. There's no truth. Self is not controversial. Mm-hmm. We don't understand it.
1: We cannot allow our lack of understanding to disqualify the truth
0: of God. Come on, oftentimes we do that and we, and we fail every time and we fall, We cut ourselves short like too many times, more, more so than not. And it sucks, you know what I'm saying? I, I think about it all the time. I think about how I used to try to apply my own reasoning to scripture. And I failed literally every time. Every time I failed. But the moment that I allowed God to show me the scripture and explain things to me. I took that relationship like you were mentioning before and I began to be in fellowship with Christ so that the relationship could grow. See, you can be in a relationship all day. I tell people this all the time. But if you're not in fellowship with your significant other, the relationship stays stagnant. Like I can get like for example, my wife and I, if my wife and I, right, just got married and just left it at that, we didn't speak to each other, We didn't um, talk. We didn't do anything. All we did was just go get married. How could I expect my relationship to grow or for me to even have an understanding of who she is more if I'm not engaging her in fellowship? Fellowship is what takes relationships to the next level. Everybody has that relationship with God because we're his creation. But the thing is, everybody doesn't have fellowship to grow their relationship. And that's one thing I would tell you, I would challenge you to. Do better at have fellowship with God. Dig in his word. The thing is, we oftentimes we open up the Bible and we either get sleepy, we get bored, something pops up, the game, TV, phone calls, text messages. We have so many distractions, and that's really, in, in all reality, the trick of the enemy because he doesn't want you to find answers to what you have been questioning for the longest. And so I would challenge you, devote some time to God. Start small. I, I, I wouldn't even say try to spend a few hours unless you can do it. Start with like a couple of minutes. Read the scripture and pray, God, give me understanding of what I just read because I, I need to know what you're trying to say to me. What, what, are you trying to, what are you trying to show me in this? Like the scripture, John 3:16. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but I have everlasting life. There is so much that God can show you just with that scripture. He can show you so much just off the top of the head what he's just giving me right now. His soul love. Just that love in particular. Not even focusing on the whole aspect of the verse. So I would challenge you. Try to devote some time to him. Give him give Him a few minutes. Nothing not too serious. AJ, well, how, how did you get to the point where you're able to study for long periods of time what did you do give give some people some advice um at first i
1: used to not study long at all mm-hmm. uh, when I, whenever like i was in church when i wasn't saved or anything mm-hmm. when i was like in uh, like middle school and stuff like that and we would have to like speak on the sunday i would try to get it done in, in a couple hours Fact. i was trying to Yes, that God is allowed you to, to be able to like, expound in His Word. But there were times I just didn't want to. But now, there's a joy that you get when you begin to read and understand the Word of God. That's it's like literally, it's thrilling to find something new in, in the Word. Mm-hmm. It's a joy.
0: You have to treat it as if, and I tell a lot of people, Bible, juicy. It got some good stuff in it. That dang juice. You, you want
1: entertainment? informative you want to be persuaded to do something you want some action you want some entertainment you want some drama some comedy man you got it all all of it it, ha- it has it all but I don't quit being lazy mm-hmm. stop letting it stop you from the miracle to understanding God's word that's a miracle to understand God's word facts because there's so many people in today's society that don't take the time to do it
0: mm-hmm.
1: With that don't want to do it. And I want you guys to, under- I want everyone that's listening to understand that God wants you to be patient. Yes. Be patient with us. Mm-hmm. He's not going to give you everything you will- that he has for you. All oh, that second 2 Peter 3 9. Mm-hmm. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise as some counsel on this, but is
0: patient towards you. God's going to exercise patience even when you don't. Come on.
1: Not wishing that. Perish! Mm-hmm. Or that all should be mm-hmm. He wants you to repent, but before you can truly understand why God did something, why did, why did, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Repent, repent. Yes, sir. Well, how do I, how do I repent, Mark? How do I repent, AJ? Mm-hmm. God, I'm sorry. Mm. God, uh, forgive me. I, I know that I, am a wretch undone. Mm. I know Come I should. Come on. Shouldn't have done that. Come on. Even if I. And why what I did was wrong have the heart to understand that what you did on the cross everything that God did on the cross he did it for me come on he didn't it, but he did it for me ask God for forgiveness repent and then turn from it mm-hmm.
0: try Don't do it again mm. yes come you're on. Gonna, yes all
1: of us mess up but don't urge don't look to do it again Fact. seek po- seek positive vibes. Facts. speak spiritual guidance seek wisdom mm-hmm. seek God in his word come on that's what it takes God really wants us he really wants our hearts so bad mm-hmm. but he's never ever gonna force himself onto us
0: come on he's never
1: ever gonna make us do anything he's but not. he is gonna allow us to have that opportunity to follow him.
0: come on that's true spot on bro just like I think I think about I'm going I'll, I'll end it with this. Um, I think about seasoning or cooking, right? Sometimes for a meat that you're cooking to taste real good, what do you do? You let it marinate. Sometimes you let it marinate a few days. And sometimes that's what you gotta do. That's, what, that's where that patient comes into play because when you marinate in God, right, he begins to show you things in yourself that'll allow you to grow and receive the blessings that he has in your life. I'll share, I'll share this thing that I've been dealing with. The last few weeks I've been dealing with, God's been dealing with me heavy on how how I've been as a a believer, as a Christian, right? He's been dealing with me heavy, showing me that, Marcus, you really ain't where you say you are. And he had to show me that there were some things in my heart that I did not let go of that was hindering me from reaching the blessings that I've been wanting for the longest. And the moment that I let those things go, I kid you not. AJ, today I received a phone call of a prayer that I've been asking God for for the longest. And it's all because I let go. I let go of what I was holding on to from the past. I let it go, realizing that it doesn't affect my future. Only if I let it affect my future. And so I, I want to close out this series the right way. I want to close out this Let's Be Real series with prayer. Because I believe there's somebody out there that desires to be saved. that isn't That isn't... I believe there's somebody out there that desires to profess salvation that isn't already. And if you are and you're stumbling in your walk, I believe that you desire prayer to continue to moving forward instead of staying down. And I'm going to ask that AJ, little bro, you pray and close this series out. Pray for people to pray for people today. Speak salvation over their lives. Speak forgiveness over their lives, and rebuke the devil on any on any means necessary. Trying to get in the people's mind, saying that oh, you did this too many times. God won't forgive you. God won't. God won't forgive you. No, 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 no. God has forgiven you already. You just gotta repent to Him. Just repent and forgive yourself. Go ahead, AJ. You have me, Father. Yes, God.
1: Forgiveness in our heart. Yes, God. You on our minds. Thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. Yes, God. Thank you for this series of let's be real. Yes, God. Thank you for allowing us to understand what praise worship is. Thank you. Allowing us to understand your views on weed and alcohol. Thank you for allowing us to understand why we shouldn't be addicted. Thank you for allowing yes, us God. to understand your word. Yes. I God. ask that you touch that right now or that watcher. Thank or you. That Jesus. Touch them right now in a special way, the one that is on the edge. Yes, God. The one that doesn't understand, that wants to know what's the next move. Hallelujah. Touch them Thank you, in Jesus. a special way. I speak guidance onto their life right now yes, in God. the name of Jesus. I ask that your Holy Spirit go around them. Yes, Encompass God. Them with them the name Hallelujah. Of them. Hallelujah. Everything that you want them to do right now Thank in you, the name Jesus. of Jesus. Touch their families. Yes, you God. You know their desires that they're asking you for, even when they speak it unto to nobody else. Yes, God. Touch them with Touch, touch right, I now. The enemy right now. We, we rebuke, rebuke them right
0: them. now. Not corrupt them
1: right now. Yes, you God. You allow them to repent. You will allow them to be holy. What God wants them to be. Yes, I right, said, you come around right now and me right now. Continue to pour back into Marcus everything that he's pouring Hallelujah. Out. He Thank anymore. you, Jesus. Touch everyone that is attached to Marcus right now, from every viewer, every family member, every soldier, yes, every coworker, every Hallelujah. Body Thank again. you, Jesus. Touch them right now in a special way. Yes. Allow each viewer, allow each watcher, every listener, everybody that views, allow them to see holiness in only you right now in the name of Jesus. I ask that you, as we begin the series, touch them right now in a special way. Touch everybody right now that that has the ability and the actions of their limbs. Allow them to do everything that they can to glorify you right now. Yes, Allow us to have patience not to move from your spirit, but to bask in your spirit. Yes, God. God. Allow us to be able to to marinate in your word right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. I speak all these things as humbly as I can with forgiveness on my heart. Yes, God. In your name, Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen.
0: Amen and amen. This series was bomb. I'm telling you, God is awesome. AJ, I want you to know that I appreciate you. I thank you. I love you, boy. Man, it sucks that we ain't together, bro. But I know when we get together, God is finna tear some things up, bruh. I'm telling you. Also, I wanna uh, point something out. You feel me? I don't, I don't know if y'all can see this, but uh. uh Chas with Preacher Boy prototype shirt, uh. is on my body, you feel me? I wanna give a big shout out. You said, well, what? All right, ladies. Man, hey, it's coming. This is this is just the beginning. But I want to give a huge shout out to my one and only, my beautiful, ride or die, my queen, my wife, my best friend, also my girlfriend, Nicole. She literally, she did the prototype shirt. She does all the the videos, the recording, she does it all. And I'm telling you, she is truly a help me and she is God given. So, y'all, give her some love in the comments. Give, give her some hearts, some likes, whatever. Show her some love because she deserves it. I, I, I applaud my wife. I, I love her so much, y'all. We, we have done so much together, and God has brought us a mighty long way. We got to hit four years of marriage on the 31st. God is good. But I want y'all to know that I love you, but more importantly, God loves you more. Y'all have a blessed weekend.